AM, The Quest, Atlanta's Catholic radio station. We are so grateful that you are listening. We are in the Celebrate Your Faith Spirit Drive. We are in day two of that drive, trying to raise the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic radio strong in Atlanta. And we are grateful that you are listening. We would also love it if you would give us a call at 678-688-4549. We just passed the 10,000 mark for today and we are grateful we had fifty four thousand four hundred and fourteen dollars yesterday so we are we are working towards we always want to do better today than we did yesterday and so uh please give us a call whether it's spiritual life we always want to grow spiritually we want to grow um with our donations for catholic radio as well so the number to call is 678-688- Four five four nine. When we do these local pledge drives, we also get to bring in great local guests. And our next guest is a, a really special guest, uh, Robia Scott, and she uh, is playing the boss of Abby Johnson. And uh, she is in the movie Unplanned uh, that's being released the end of the month. And so welcome, Robia. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Okay, welcome, Robia. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Sorry about that technical <laughs> glitch right there. So, so thank I, you. I'm thank here, you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, you're saying, I'm here, I'm here. And uh, they're probably hearing, but I'm not because the, the, the technical part hadn't been figured out. All right, so we are now in business. And so we would like to, you know, we know all good things begin with a prayer. So, would, Robia, would you be willing to lead us in a prayer for this next hour? Absolutely. Thank you. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that your presence is strongly upon us and all of those listening right now. I thank you that you would uh, use this time to minister to hearts, to bring the spirit of revelation upon each and every one of us. We just pray a protective covering uh, over all the technical equipment, because we know that the enemy likes to get in there and stop the truth from going forth. But we thank you, Father, that you shall prevail and the truth shall go forth and the truth will make us free. So we just offer this time to you and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So again, we are talking with Robia Scott. She is uh, playing the part of Abby Johnson's boss in the upcoming movie, Unplanned, to be released the end of the month. So we encourage all of you to to listen and and, uh, be inspired to go out and support this wonderful, wonderful movie. there's there's very few movies that I'll go see. You know, it's like wow. And so for for Carmel Communications to to help with this and and for Robia to step up and and play a part in it, we really want to support that. So I encourage all of our listeners to do that. Robia, would you mind uh, starting us off with just maybe a little bit about yourself, your background, and and the things that prepared you to be able to now play the part in this incredible movie that. I just have to believe it's going to change hearts and and get the word out and get the message out about the evils of Planned Parenthood. Yes, this really is. I just want to back you up, and I want all the listeners to know that this movie is tremendous. It really is. It's an incredible story. It's emotional. It's hopeful. It's uh, enlightening. This is a movie for such a time as this, and you do not want to miss it. And I'm so excited to be with you so we can talk more about it. But yes, I did have a, I'll share a little bit with you about how I got started. 
Uh, I began in the entertainment industry as a teenager. I saw the movie Flashdance back in the day. Remember Flashdance? Yeah, I do. I'm old enough to oh, remember yeah. that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of us in that era. Um, I did get a big old perm of my hair so I could look like Jennifer Beals yeah. at the time. Yeah. As I know many women did back in the 80s. And uh, I became a professional dancer, and I started doing all sorts of dance jobs. I wound up working with Prince for two years and traveling the world with him for his Diamonds and Pearls tour, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I segued into acting and did all sorts of different TV shows. Uh, one of them that I'm known for is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. And this was before I was a believer. And during my time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I became a Christian. And uh, right around that time, I just really felt that God was drawing me into ministry. You know, I would go on a few auditions here and there, but it just felt like the things I was auditioning for were conflicting with what God was bringing me into as I was growing in Him. And I just had a sense from the Lord that, you know, the gifting of communication that He had used, uh, that I had used, He had given me, I had used in entertainment, was now being uh, segued into ministry. So for the last 15 years, I am a Christian speaker, teacher, author. I travel, I do conferences and um, church events. And I really honestly never had any intention of going back to Hollywood, ever. Um, but over the last couple of years, people started to say to me that they were sensing that God was not done with me in Hollywood. Mm. So I said, well, you know, we'll see if, if he would have to really drop it into my lap because I'm not going to pursue it. There's not that much there that I'm interested in doing. And then God did drop it into my lap through just an literally an only God set of circumstances that make no sense. I randomly met a woman uh, who knew, uh, who knows Chuck and Carrie, the writers and directors of God's Not Dead, and she just had a sense that she was supposed to introduce me. So she did. I met with them. They told me about the movie. I was instantly intrigued when I heard the storyline. They invited me to come and read for the role of Cheryl, the director of Planned Parenthood, you know, which is a bit mm-hmm. of an intense role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew early on that uh, I just felt a strong unction that I was to come back to acting for this role and this movie. And uh, they did hire me, and now I'm back on the big screen after a 15-year hiatus. Wow, wow. God, God had a plan. He, he knew. He was preparing you for this role right here and right now in a time, you, you said, in a time such as this. And, and, you know, it's so true because, golly, it just seems like things are... I, I'm I'm old and I can't remember <laughs> I really can't remember a darker time um, when when s- there's so many tremendous attacks on life and uh, I know it, it's amazing it, it just it baffles my mind how people can think it's okay to kill a baby after the baby's born so I can't imagine even killing a baby in the womb but nonetheless I mean now we're getting to the point where we're saying it's okay even after the baby's born how can we get any darker and I have to believe that the movie unplanned is going to bring some light into this darkness I agree with you. How on earth did we get here? Yeah. You know, the whole fight from from the, the left side was that we were just, you know, abortion is just cells and it's not even a baby, which you and I obviously agree mm-hmm. that it's a baby, you know, upon conception. Right. But now we've gone so far as to celebrate in certain states like New York, celebrate that uh, a woman can get an abortion literally the day before she gives birth yeah. and for any reason at all. And now it's pushed to the fact that after birth, there can be a decision made. I mean, 
this doesn't even seem real that this is happening in this day and time. But listen, I want to tell you this story that I think is so mm-hmm. impactful sure. that just confirms that this film is, is uh, for such a time as this film. And God has specifically had his hand on this movie coming out now. Mm-hmm. Again, the writers and directors, Carrie Solomon and Chuck Konzelman, had the rights to Abby Johnson's story for six years. Mm-hmm. Every time they went to move forward to make the film, they do everything in prayer. They're awesome men of prayer. They would pray, and they would get a check in their spirit. And God said, not yet. And they said, okay, we'll wait. Mm. They did another project, and then they came back to Unplanned, and they went to move forward. And again, God said, not yet. And they started to get frustrated and said, you know, Lord, what's going on here? Well, finally, God released them to make the movie. Now, had this movie come out four years ago, it would have been powerful. Three years ago, it would have been impactful. But now, in two weeks, with what is currently going on in our culture and in our society, I mean, God has had his hand on this for this timing, for this moment, for this film. And as you stated, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I believe this is going to be a tool and a weapon of love in God's hands to open eyes, to heal hearts, to shift culture, and to maybe, you know, God, if God, God willing, shift laws and really just change things in our society. I agree. Uh, I love the, the, the phrase that you used there, a tool and a weapon of love. And, and, uh, you know, it's hard to think that telling, uh, such a, such a story as this, because we'll get into that story a little bit more, maybe, um, as we go through this interview. And it is, it's quite a story. Um, but, to think that, that that is a tool of love, but it really is because it's opening up eyes. It is getting people to realize the evil that is going on in Planned Parenthood. So we want to talk about that, but I got to do a little bit of begging. So hang on just a second, Ruby, and we'll get back to that. We got to get the phone lines ringing. 678 688 Four five four nine. The update that we have is we are now at eleven thousand and five dollars so far for today. We had fifteen fifty four thousand four hundred and fourteen yesterday. So we are moving along and we are grateful. We have Jim. Thank you, Jim, who called in and gave uh, three hundred dollars. So thank you to Jim for that, and thank you to um, I think it was. Debbie, who gave uh, uh, a monthly donation. So I don't think those are the two names that I haven't announced yet. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has called in and made a pledge. The number again to call, 678-688-4549. It is so wonderful to be able to bring you the message um, that we're doing right now, especially with with Rubia Scott, who plays uh, Abby Johnson's Cheryl, who is the director of Planned Parenthood, which is at the clinic that Abby Johnson worked at in real life. Um, and uh, they're, they've made a movie about that, and it's called Unplanned, and it comes out at the end of the month, and we're going to find out more about that. So we'll continue now with, with Rubia Scott, who is the actress in this this movie. And what would you like, Rubia, to share with us about the movie? Can you give us a teaser to entice people to come and, and support this? Oh, my goodness. There's so much to say. Well, it is a true story, and it is the story of Abby Johnson. And if your listeners are not all aware of her story, she was a young gal on college, on her college campus, recruited by Planned Parenthood. Uh, there at a, at a booth on her campus, and Planned Parenthood, you know, wooed her with their propaganda of, you know, women's health, women's rights, women's empowerment. It's so wonderful. And so even though 
Abby was in a Christian pro-life home, she was drawn in to the idea of making a change and standing for women. So she began to volunteer at the clinic, and uh, little by little, her you know she rose at the clinic uh, and and took over. And I play her boss, who grooms her and mentors her into position. And uh, at, during the time she was at the clinic, it was about eight years that she was clinic uh, working at the clinic. And during that time, she was had her hand involved in approximately twenty two thousand abortions. Mm. Uh, but she was always behind the scenes working on the administrative side. She'd never actually been into the room and seen a procedure. Well, one day she's called into the procedure room because they're short on workers, and she actually sees what's going on with her own two eyes. And this is a powerful scene in the movie. It's powerful that, you know, she said, I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, she sees what's going on there. And all of a sudden she realizes everything that she's believed, all the rhetoric that it's just cells and all of that, you know, she sees a perfectly formed baby in the ultrasound image. And then she sees the baby being removed from the womb. And it just, the spirit of God hits her. Her eyes are opened. She has a complete revelation and, uh, and, and leaves Planned Parenthood and becomes the awesome pro-life advocate that she is. But mm. this movie, um, it, it, everyone that sees it, I've been to numerous private screenings now all over the country, and everyone is just blown away. And one of the themes that uh, seems to really be resonating with people is the love in the movie. It's not, you know, preachy. It's not uh, judgmental. It's not trying to shame. There's such a spirit of love in the film, of hope, of redemption. Everyone around Abby, her husband, her parents, uh, just walk in such love with her while she's going through this whole process, even when she's making choices that they absolutely don't agree with. So it, it impacts the audience so much to see this because, mm-hmm. you know, I think in this time, it, the way we're really going to make a change is not by uh, attacking people, but by loving people and, and sharing the truth with them, which Unplanned does so beautifully. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that, that um, you know, there, there's probably some very difficult scenes in, in the movie. Uh, I am encouraged to hear that, that the love is what comes out above all else um and uh i think there was even some conversation about the rating of the movie so can we talk about that and and talk about why it's necessary yes well unplanned received an r rating Mm -hmm. so that was not the hopes of everyone on the team everyone was hoping for a pg-13 rating but god is in everything Mm -hmm. um you know, to get an R rating, you you need a few things to happen. You need uh, sexuality, nudity, um, foul language, and extreme violence. And that's how the Motion Picture Association determines if you get an R rating. Well, Unplanned has absolutely no sexuality, no nudity, and no foul language. Mm. But interestingly enough, again, you know, the side, the the more uh, liberal side that believes that abortion is empowerment deemed that the imagery in unplanned and seeing abortion is extreme violence. Mm. Mm. So they did give us an R rating. Um, 
But how we really feel, you know, as a parent, I'm a parent of a young girl, and uh, the reason I would be hesitant to an R-rated film is because I don't want, you know, my daughter and parents don't want their children to see extreme sexuality, uh, you know, extreme gun violence and, and hear foul language. We try to protect our children from that. But in this case, with Unplanned, the R rating stands for recommended viewing. Mm. The R rating stands for real. It stands for relevant. Uh, this is the kind of truth that we do not want our teenagers to be shielded from. This is actually what we want them to see. And ironically, a 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old girl can go to a Planned Parenthood clinic and have an abortion without parental consent, but she cannot see this movie without parental consent. Mm. Is that unbelievable? It is. It truly is. And, and, and you know, it, it's, again, an example of, of how media and the powers that be through media can can really do things that will stifle what we want to get out for, for the Christian message. And, and uh, that's what, you know, begs the question, you know, who are they being violent against, right? If there's oh not goodness, a baby exactly. there, then who's experiencing the violence, right? And yeah, yeah, it's just, exactly. It's amazing. It truly is. All right, so we got to get the phone lines going. Six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. I know y'all want to just sit back and listen because I do too. But we got to get the the whole reason we interrupt regular programming is in order to to raise money. That's the purpose is to raise money to keep Catholic Radio strong so that we can continue to bring you messages like what we're doing now with Rub- with Robia Scott and uh, with all of our other wonderful guests that we've had. So it's important to take advantage of this time. So take the hit right now. The, the call will not take very long, and then you can go back to listening. But give us a call, 678-688-4549. We also welcome any messages that you'd like to give to Robia to say thank you because... You know, we're talking about, you know, how how the evil one has gotten his hand in and gotten this R rating and and all those kinds of things. But the truth, we know who wins in the end. That is absolutely who wins in the end. We also know that Robia and all of those who have been participating and helping to get this message out by using their talents for this, you're probably under attack, too. And you're probably, um, you know, going through some things. So maybe what we should do just for a second before we continue the rest of the interview is to just say a prayer for, for protection for, for Robia and for all those involved in, in this movie. So, Robia, would you like to, to lead that prayer, your beautiful prayer from the heart? Oh, that's so sweet, yes. <clears throat> Father, we thank you, Lord, for the power of prayer. And I do believe that nothing the enemy is going to attempt to do is going to stop this film from going forth. So we thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against this film shall prosper. No weapon formed against any of the cast and crew shall prosper. Uh, we thank you for a perfect uh, protection and hedge of uh, covering over everyone involved. And we just ask that your uh, your hand would be mightily upon this, that this film would do everything that you desire for it to do, and that everyone involved will have peace and uh, your strength and your protection moving forward. Mm, beautiful. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 And, you know, we now were able to go out through Quest Radio to a potential 3.1 million listeners. So we hope there was a whole lot of people praying with us right then um, um, for your protection and for all those who are involved. So thank you for, for all that you do. And um, so what else would you like for us to know about 
this movie? Well, it is released on March 29th, and this is a full major motion picture theatrical release. So it is going to be most likely in a theater near you. Originally, we were going to be in 800 theaters around the country, but because of the demand for Unplanned and this film, we've now expanded to a thousand theaters Mm. around the country for opening weekends. So how the listeners can find out more is they can go to unplanned.com. And if you you have not seen the trailer, you want to do that because the trailer in itself is powerful. Uh, I mean, I cannot tell you how many people have said, I just watched the trailer and I was crying, I was emotional, I was mm-hmm. moved. In the trailer is just two minutes. So definitely go to unplanned.com, watch the trailer, and you can actually type in your zip code there and find out exactly where the theater is playing near you. And church leaders and organizations also have the opportunity to do a theater buyout, which has really just been uh, an incredible way that the body of Christ can come together and support the movie. Mm -hmm. And again, you can find out information about that on unplanned.com. But what that means is that your church, a few days prior to the release of the film, can buy out a theater and then invite your whole church to come. And what this does is it, first of all, unites the body of Christ Christ, which is great. It can be a fundraising opportunity for your church. It can be an outreach for your organization or for your church. And what happens is it all of that box office goes toward opening box office weekend. Mm. And that is crucial in the land of Hollywood. You know, I want to let your listeners know that if this is an important subject matter to you, you can vote on changing this in our country with the purchase of your movie ticket. And it has to be on opening weekend, because when a film has a big opening weekend, then it goes to more theaters, it stays in theaters longer, it has legs to go further and to impact more people. So it's crucial for us in the body of Christ that we are there March 29th, March 30th, March 31st, and that we have a big weekend. Then the media pays attention, reporters pay attention, Hollywood pays attention, uh, and, and then this movie has the impact that God wants it to have. So we all play a vital role by going to the movie theater opening weekend, March 29th. Okay, excellent. All right, so good. And, and yes, absolutely, absolutely, we want to encourage everyone to go out March 29th, the weekend of March 29th, and, and attend and bring as many people with you as possible. Do you have a recommended age that... Uh, you shouldn't maybe go if you're under this age. Recommended age that's for viewing. A, that's a great question. I do think that that is going to be um, up to parents. But again, I and, and let me let me address that. But I do want to say that I I believe that church leaders and parents do not be uh, hesitant about this R rating. You know, there was a, a great movie just a few years back with an R rating called The Passion of the Christ, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was an important movie for young people and older people to see. And it's the same thing with unplanned um you know in some of the screenings we've had some some young kids 12 years old 11 years old 13 years old uh i think anywhere in that young teen area for me personally would be a good age you know i have an eight-year-old i think she's too young to see it even though because i'm in the movie i've my husband and i have shared with her uh about the premise and and she understands now what abortion is uh, I think she's too young to see some of the imagery in the film, but I would definitely say 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, absolutely a must-see film for that generation. 
Excellent. All right. I know you have some local things going on uh, here in Atlanta. So can we maybe send a shout out uh, um, for some of the local things that are going on? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, actually, Lisa wants to, to talk yes, about that. That, so would, we'll let, that would be Lisa. <laughs> that would be Lisa. Okay, so so let's talk about, so um, do you mind if we take just a moment and, and talk about the local things? Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, hey, Rubia, we've been on the road Hi, together. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice this way. Usually we're uh, face-to-face. So, um, you know, Rubia and I have been out on the road together along with the rest of the Carmel team uh, sharing this film with dioceses, with local organizations um, in cities around the country to really do what Rubia has been talking about, you know, activating, mobilizing um, the local uh, communities to get behind this film. And so it's it's great to have Rabia on the call. Carmel is local here in Atlanta. We're a, a local uh, organization and agency in Atlanta. However, our work is national and the work that we're doing on Unplanned is national, as you know, some of the listeners out there may already know. So just to kind of let the the listeners here in Atlanta know, there are many churches, Catholic churches already uh, in Atlanta that are organizing screenings uh, around Unplanned. So one of the things that we would suggest is that if this is something that um, uh, has been put on someone's heart in listening to Rabia talk about the impact that this film can have on the culture, um, that they contact their local pro-life um, chairperson in their parish and and see if indeed a, a, a film is going to be shown on opening weekend. Uh, the local 40 Days for Life groups around the country um, here in Atlanta they are also organizing screenings. Um, some of the churches that we know, uh, St. Peter's Chanel um, here in Atlanta is uh, spearheading a screening. We know Holy Spirit, uh, the, the high school, is organizing a screening. Um, uh, Our Lady of the Mountains is organizing a screening. And we would like every Catholic parish uh, that's in the listening audience of the quest to think about doing the same and, and organizing a screening and having Atlanta from the pro-life Catholic perspective be one of the largest turnouts um, for opening weekend and really send okay. a strong message to how powerful the community here is, uh, uh, how powerful Atlanta Catholic Radio can be in yeah. mobilizing uh, uh, and inspiring those in our community to, to utilize this film in a way that can really change hearts and minds. Excellent. Um, so if they want to organize the screening, I'm assuming that they just go to unplanned.com like we were talking about earlier? That is one way to do it for sure. Um, they can also contact us directly at Carmel um, and going to our website, carmelcommunications.com, uh, because here, obviously, locally, we can work faster to activate. We only have a few weeks left before the film comes out. Uh, right now on the website, if they go to unplannedtickets.com, they can look to see where the film is going to be showing here here in the Atlanta area, what theaters it will be playing. And um, showtimes have already been posted for a number of those theaters. So that's a way for people to like right now, you know, get on their computers, get on their phones, unplannedtickets.com, and you can see where the film is playing in the Atlanta area. It'll come up um, by the local, um, you know, indicators that we have embedded in our cell phones and on our computers to be able to, you know, pinpoint, you know, the closest theater to, you know, to their location. 
Excellent. Excellent. And, you know, we know that people can be streaming this, too, in other states. So if they are interested in in their states, they can still contact Carmel Communications. You can help them or they can go on to Unplanned.com. Carmel Communications produced... The, the movie is we did correct? not okay. we, no no we are um, we are the marketing and publicity um, okay. efforts for the film so uh, the film uh, once a film like this is produced and uh, and is available for market then there are agencies and teams that come on board that help promote that film within you know the market that um, that is most relevant for for that film. And so Carmel's role on this movie is publicity and marketing primarily to the Catholic and pro-life space. So we work with pro-life organizations. Um, we work with Catholic dioceses around the country, um, parishes. Uh, we've had a tremendous resport, re- response from the Catholic community. Um, and if we have a few minutes, I can share a little bit of that um, for our audience. Sure. Uh, one incredible thing that happened for the film is we were able to screen uh, very early on for Archbishop uh, Joseph Nauman, who is mm-hmm. the chairman of the Secretariat for Pro-Life Activities for the United States Bishops Conference. Mm-hmm. And we were able to do that um, just before Christmas uh, last year. And it was very providential opportunity to be able to uh, go to Kansas City and screen for him. Um, what ended up happening was uh, at the March for Life in Washington, D.C., um, Archbishop Nauman was the principal celebrant at the mass on the eve before um, the March for Life. And to, you know, a record crowd of pro-life leaders, young people, um, members of Congress, um, the Apostolic Nuncio uh, to the Vatican, among others. Um, he made a very strong appeal in his homily. He talked about Abby Johnson and her story, and then he said to the crowd, if there is one movie that you support and you see this year, make it be unplanned. Mm. And um, Archbishop Nauman has been at the the helm of pro-life ministry uh, in our culture for over 40 years. Um, and he's been one of the strongest advocates, particularly in the area of men and women who have suffered from abortion themselves, post-abortive men and women. And so he has a real heart for what this film produces, which is really, as Rabia talked about, is about the love and the mercy of God. Um, and that comes through very strongly uh, in this movie. And so he has been an advocate to his brother bishops around the country, as well as to um, those that he works with in partnership and in collaboration uh, in uh, you know, the evangelical community and others uh, in p- promoting a culture of life and really enforcing that this is a film for our time. And again, echoing, you know, Rabia's statement for such a time as this. Uh, and he is a rock star. I know him personally. He is a, he is a, I'm telling you what, he has a, a, a radio show with Catholic radio that called the shepherd's voice. And uh, he really is a rock star. So I'm glad to hear it doesn't surprise me at all to (laughs) hear that he is promoting it so strongly Um, again the number to call 678-688-4549 where else are you going to get this kind of a message where else are you going to get it besides catholic radio you know and i just think in this world right now where the truth is being twisted is we're being lied to in many cases we're given being given incomplete information um, on so many of the secular radio stations 
it is so important to support the quest and really keep that message coming out through these airwaves. We have a potential 3.1 million listeners. There's no bigger AM signal than this one. There are only about five to seven radio stations that are Catholic that have that kind of signal, and one of them is right here in Atlanta. It is so important that we step up and we give of some of our treasure. Every good thing that we have comes from God. All we do is give back a little bit of it and say thank you and let them use it to let the Holy Spirit work through the airwaves. And uh, so I would really encourage you to pick up the phone, give us a call, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Robia Scott, and she plays a... the boss uh, at Planned Parenthood, the director of Planned Parenthood. Um, the the title is Cheryl. Her name is Cheryl in the in the movie, and uh, it was uh, Abby Johnson in real life. It was Abby Johnson's boss at Planned Parenthood, and we've been talking with her about uh, the evils of Planned Parenthood and the hope. I think what she said was there is a lot of love that comes out of the movie and the messages of hope and redemption and not a lot of of condemnation, which I think maybe is what people are expecting. But I'm so glad to hear of that that hope and that love um, that that comes through the movie. So maybe, um, Robia, maybe our next question for you were some of the, the, the joys that have come from playing this part and also some of the challenges that you've experienced along the way. We've talked about some of the challenges for the release of the movie. My guess is, though, that you yourself have experienced some challenges, too. Well, yes. I, I honestly don't know if there was a lot of joy in playing the part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't describe it as joyful. The joy's uh, going to come when all the women say, we are we are getting out of here. We are out of the Planned Parenthood because of what they see, because of what you did. So That is the joy. That's yeah. it. It's just like ministry and being in ministry. Sometimes what you, you know, the opposition and the spiritual pressure and resistance that you face is so extreme. But when you see a life changed and you see someone have a transformation, it is worth everything that you go through. Yeah. So, you know, making this movie, it was an intense experience for all of us involved. You know, my character, I, I did have to, you know, do some things that were uh, were challenging, and so did Ashley Bratcher, who plays Abby. She had mm-hmm. some very intense scenes. Um, <clears throat> we all felt the resistance on the film, but there was such a uh, a heart of community and collaboration because we all knew that we were doing something bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all sensed it right from the beginning. And another aspect that's so unique about the film Unplanned is when you're working on a television show or on a feature film, there are various different departments. There's a makeup and hair department that gets you ready. There's a wardrobe department that puts all the clothes together. Well, Unplanned had an actual paid intercessory prayer department. Mm. Mm. So we had five men and women that were powerhouse prayers constantly covering the the uh, the crew the the finances the uh, the actors before the scenes and let me tell you it made such a difference mm. because this film needed prayer uh for us to bring to fruition what god wanted to do so you know for me personally it was it was intense um i can't say it was you know a whole bunch of fun to do it but it was it was uh, satisfying. It was fulfilling, uh, and I'm just 
I, I, I just don't even know exactly what to expect when the film comes out. I'm, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in the hearts of individuals and the healing that's going to take place. And I am really anticipating that God is going to use this movie to shift culture. And again, I, I believe that we all play such a vital role, you know, for, for the state of Georgia. When, you know, if you don't want <laughs> Georgia to look like New York, you know, each, each person has a part to play by casting a vote with a movie ticket. And, you know, I've been studying a little bit on this, and I'm just at the inception of, of understanding this, but, uh, it, you know, m- most of the real moves we've had in our culture don't usually start from the government up. They start from a change of heart in the people. And in the civil rights movement, mm. movement for instance, you know, the people started to understand the wrong and what was happening. And when the people had a mass awareness and the hearts were changed, then uh, the country was changed. Then laws were changed. And I believe we're about to see this same kind of shift with the movie Unplanned being released. And for me personally, that's why I was so interested in doing the film, because uh, even our Christian Catholic uh, culture, let alone the, 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 the secular culture, but even our culture has very little understanding uh, about who Planned Parenthood is and about the abortion industry and what really is going on there, because we many of us have been programmed to believe what you know what they've programmed us through media, through television, through news mm-hmm. uh, about who they are and what their motive is. So you know this film, Unplanned, really just lifts the veil mm-hmm. and lets people see exactly what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And I believe when people see it with their own two eyes. Uh, it, it 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 can't help but um, but elicit uh, a change in heart. So it's for pro life. It's for pro choice. Um, it's for everybody to see this film. Mm, I I love it, and I I want to say thank you uh, for for really being willing to to play a part in this and and uh, help do that unveiling and really bring the the truth of of the evils that are going on in, in those clinics. I think that Lisa also wanted to uh, talk about uh, how this movie, the film, is affecting the policies. Well, we, I mean, one of the remarkable things about this film, and, you know, Carmel works on a lot of movies that have different messages and different ways of evangelizing the culture. Um, this movie has been really different for us in a lot of ways because we have seen how this movie is crossing all kinds of boundaries, um, and particularly because of um, the timing of of the movie and, and what the movie um, talks about and how the movie delivers that information and that message, it, it, it literally stands in the gap of what's happening across the country as it relates to this sort of um, contrast between the heartbeat bills that are being passed, um, you know, put out there and passed in states across the country, and then these radical abortion legislation that is allowing babies to, you know, mm be aborted right up into the nine month and beyond. So it's like this movie is literally, I mean, the the best way that I can describe it is it's standing in this gap of reinforcing for those legislators who know that these heartbeat bills have to be passed in order to protect um, the children of their, of their state or 
that they're being used to try to convert and change the minds of those that believe for whatever reason that these these extreme abortion laws are the sentiment of you know our Ameri- America's human race like that this is really the way that the body of the human spirit is is thinking which it's not and so here in Georgia um, we were fortunate to have been able to screen the film for some uh, state legislators, as well as those that are on the front lines with helping to move legislation through Georgia to uh, protect the preborn baby. And um, House Bill 481 was up uh, a couple of weeks ago for a vote, and it was very, very marginal in terms of whether or not it would even get through committee. And we were contacted by uh, someone on that that was part of the team uh, that was spearheading that bill, uh, the legislator that was spearheading that bill. And they asked if they could have a particular scene from the movie, which is the scene in which Abby, um, the actress that plays Abby, sees the ultrasound guided abortion, and if they could show that in committee hearing. And it's not a scene that we have allowed Mm. out publicly because it's kind of the crux, part of the crux of the story. And so we've kept it very close to the the chest. But we knew that this was an opportunity um, to go beyond what we hope to accomplish in the box office Mm. and really affect policy. And so we provided that clip Mm. um, to them for their House committee. And not only did it pass through committee, it passed through rules, and it passed the full house. Mm. And so we believe that that is the power of this story. And that is the power of this movie. Um, We want to now keep going with it and get the Senate, our Senate here in Georgia, Mm -hmm. to also pass this, this, this piece of legislation. And so we're hoping that the film will have the ability to do that um, as well as mm. these lawmakers make their um, their decisions, and I think I think it goes back to to what Robia started out with, um, which is a, a movie at such a time as this. You know, God mm-hmm. had that plan all along, and the people who were were producing they were willing to go with God's time and not their own. And, and what a wonderful thing. And so I know Robia that, that you need to to jump off of the phone. We only had you until 1245. We are grateful. We are grateful for all that you did um, to help make this, this movie. And um, we are grateful for your time here on the air today. And uh, we'll be praying for you. We will absolutely be praying for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your heart and and um, sharing this important message with your listeners and for uh, taking the time to have us on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And you can give, if you have a final thought that you'd like to, to share and you have the time to do that, please, by all means. Well, just to reiterate, um, this movie is a for such a time as this movie. It's important for each and every one of us to cast a vote uh, to change the heart of culture and to to, to really shift um, what's trying to overtake uh, our our beautiful country of America, mm-hmm. and I believe God wants to use this movie to uh, open the eyes and to touch hearts of people. So it's just so important that each and every one of us um, gather our our churches, our friends, our families, and show up to see this movie, um, so that we can um, so that we can 
vote with our ticket and and be a part of shifting culture and protect life and protect these beautiful babies. Agreed. Thank you so much again. Thank you. All right. So Thank if you, you are. You. Yeah, if you're listening, go to unplanned.com. Unplanned.com. You can put in your zip code. You can find where to get tickets. Um, if you're listening here in Atlanta, you can contact Carmel Communications. Lisa Wheeler has been on the air with us, and she is very willing um, to to share with you as well about uh, having a screening for your parish. Um, anything else that that you'd like to know, she is willing willing to help. She is the promoter for the movie um, through Carmel Communications. So, Lisa, are you sticking around for the next 15 minutes? Yeah, I absolutely can. In fact, um, I know our next um, guest that you have on here, the topic that she's talking about, um, there's a a scene in the film um, that speaks directly into that. So, you know, maybe there's a way to tie that in together as we're talking. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so our next guest is Colleen Sullivan, and she is an advocate for life. She's a volunteer for 40 Days for Life that's going on right now. So welcome, Colleen. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. So good. And she's been here listening and, and quiet, and now she gets to talk. So um, we would love, love, love to get the phones ringing. I don't think we've had a single call during during this hour. So come on. I mean, it's an important message, absolutely an important message. But, you know, we can't, we can't continue bringing out these important messages if we don't have the airwaves to do it. So it really is important during these pledge drives um, to to call and and show your support and give the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic Radio on the air. I don't know. This is a new station, so I don't know exactly the numbers here. But statistically, across all of Catholic Radio, about 90% of the funding uh, for the station comes during pledge drives. So it's really important that we take advantage now and uh, and really just, just give of some of our treasure. We have been given so much. All of us, I think, can, can look at our blessings. Some of us, I, you know, like our um, guest yesterday, uh, you know, he was homeless and he didn't have that money to give. But I think most of us that are that are listening, he wasn't homeless when he was on the air. I should clarify, he wasn't homeless when he was on the air, but he had that in his his background. And uh, you know, so not everyone can give, but I think most of the people that are listening to Catholic Radio can give something, whether it's the dollar a day club figure out a way to, to sacrifice a dollar a day and give $30 a month, whether it's giving at the $100 a month uh, level so that we can ring the bell in celebration. Uh, but whatever it is that you can give, we just need for you to give us a call, 678-688-4549. Are you with me that you agree that this message is important to get out? If you are, then keep the means, keep the voice of Catholic Radio going out through the airwaves and give us a call, 678-688-4549. All right, so we only have about um, 10 more minutes or so with, um, with Colleen Sullivan. 40 Days for Life, talking about chemical abortion. So let's let's get right to it because I've talked too long. So chemical abortion, what is it? How does it work? What are some of the physical and mental effects of it? Okay, <clears throat> so chemical abortion um, is otherwise known as the abortion pill. It's prescribed by abortion doctors to women who are coming in to terminate to the, to the abortion clinics to terminate their pregnancies up to 10 weeks it used to be seven weeks, it's now 10 weeks. And we can talk mm. about that later if we have time why that is. Um, so they 
they come to the clinic, the abortion doctor gives them one, it's a series of two pills. They get one pill at the clinic and that pill is called, most people have probably heard this name, it's called RU486. Another name is Mifepristone. That pill is taken in the clinic. Then the woman is instructed to go home and she will take the second pill at home. And that pill is called misoprostol and it's also called Cytotec. Now, when she takes the first pill at the clinic, what happens is it there is a progesterone blocking um, formula in the pill. So essentially what that does without all the medical jargon is it starves the baby and kills the baby in the womb. Step two at home with that second pill, that cytotech, that is what induces labor. So that is going to induce labor. She will have contractions and expel the deceased baby um, in her her home. Now, um, the the Planned Parenthood and the clinics will will tell these women, and this is kind of on script for them that this is simple, it's natural. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. You'll have a little bit of cramping, a little bit of bleeding. Um, and after that, you should be fine. Um, what is study? There have been studies and studies that have found that that is not the case. These are two very dangerous drugs when used in combination. The um, tip, the, the um, uh, complications can include hemorrhaging, retained tissue, cardiac arrest, and fatal infections, um, not to mention long-term complications. And another um, aspect that is never discussed ever at the clinic is the emotional trauma, if you will, that a woman experiences when her child um, is expelled Mm -hmm. and deceased. And it is not, as they said, with a clot, blood clots or tissue. It is actually a, f- a formed baby, tiny, but formed that they can hold. So um, there is there is a, a lot of misinformation given to them at the time that they receive these dangerous pills. Mm-hmm. And, and at what point does the baby's heart start beating? What, what week is it that the baby's heart starts beating? I believe the the heartbeat bill um, is set up for the six weeks. Yeah. So any abortion after six weeks, um, w- or where a heartbeat is detected, is it would be, un, you know, illegal. So so this bill goes up to to or this pill can be administered up to ten weeks. Who knows if they're really accurate? You know, I think you know so many women get duped, and and it could be a baby that's even further along. Not that it matters to any of us who are pro life, because we're pro life from conception on. But you know, think about that for all of our listeners out there that are thinking, well, you know, the baby's heart's not beating, so it doesn't. It's you know, it matters. It matters first of all because. A, a baby is a baby from the time of conception, from the time that God creates that beautiful miracle in the womb. Um, but we're talking about babies whose hearts are beating, that are being killed, that are then being expelled for the woman to experience the sight of their baby in their womb, in their own 
home and then they have to face that day after day it's bad enough to experience it in a in a a um, abortion clinic and to have that but to have to face it in your own home and be lied to and then realize this was a baby this was not a bunch of of cells this wasn't a clot of blood this was a baby how how mentally anguishing that must be one of the most pivotal scenes in Unplanned is the RU-486 scene that um, is depicted in the movie. So when Abby had her second abortion, um, it was via an RU-486 method. And exactly the way it's been described is exactly how it's depicted in the film. She's given the first pill um, in the clinic, and then she's told to go home and... Um, and and it's been it just it's described to her in the clinic that once she takes the second pill she can lay down and um, her uterus will be will be gently evacuated. Mm-hmm. Um, and what proceeds to happen in that scene is for a lot of people very difficult to watch um, because you see the amount of pain that she's in, the struggle, um, what is expelled from her body, the whole, the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And, you know, she even says, and you hear those words, you know, in the film, is that she was lied to, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just another one of the lies that women are being fed um, by the abortion industry. And um, so it's just another reason, especially with these heartbeat bills, because the unfortunate side effect of the heartbeat bills is going to be you know, more women taking advantage of the chemical abortion op- options that are available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another, you know, hope that this movie will depict, you mm-hmm. know, just how horrific uh, a process it is, you know, separating a baby from their mother at any stage um, is a traumatic and horrific process. Yes. And, and c- can I mention um, very quickly and without getting into a lot of detail, but um, that the creator of RU486 is a company called Roussel Uclof. They are a French company, which is the child company. This is so important for people to, to get this is IG Farben. That might sound familiar if you study the Holocaust. IG Farben is the company that produced the Zyklon B gas used in the death chambers at Auschwitz mm. in the Jewish Holocaust. Now their child company is ushering in the abortion Holocaust with RU486. Mm. You know, and, and you can remember that. I, I remember when it was a, a big deal years ago, it was the RU486 in life. You know, RU40. For, for killing life. That's what it's really about. And, and um, yeah. Okay, so we are out of time. We need to, to take a little bit of a break to do the station ID, and then we'll be welcoming our next guest, who is Bob Fink, and we'll be talking about Eucharistic Miracles. I really encourage you to contact Carmel Communications. Talk with Lisa Wheeler there. Figure out a, a, a way to promote this to help her to assist her in promoting this movie have a a parish uh time at the movies um really and i invite all of you like robia was telling us get out and vote with the ticket at the movie especially on opening weekend it is so important for a movie to do well at the box office that weekend and then other people will go and it will stay in the movies longer and it's really important we have to vote 
right now with our ticket for this movie Unplanned that will be released on March 29th. You can go to unplanned.com to see the, the trailer. You can also call Carmel Communications here in Atlanta, talk to Lisa Wheeler, find out more information about what you can do to help get this important message out. A movie at such a time as this, now is the time and let's go out and let's let's really make a difference. We would like to end with a prayer. We, we at The Quest ask all of our listeners to join us as we pray for God's will to be done in regards to the House Bill HB 481, um, House Bill 481. So we want to want to pray for that. Do one of you want to lead us in that, or do you want me to do it? I'm, Go ahead. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay, great. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, we know that you are the source um, of all communication. All truth comes from you. And Lord, we just ask that through the work of um, filmmakers, through the work of stations all over the country, but especially here in Atlanta, the work of the quest, um, that you just enable the voices um, of those with that have been emblazoned with the spirit of evangelization to speak life into the culture, um, that their voices uh, be magnified, and that you just give them the will and the means and all of the resources that are necessary um, to be uh, the spirit of life in our culture. Um, and we uh, ask for protection upon every uh, member of the Quest team here. We ask uh, that those that are listening in the audience be instilled um, with a heart of stewardship uh, to help move forward the goals um, of evangelization here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And we commit all these prayers um, to heaven, to all the angels of saints. We ask for the intercession of our Blessed Mother, and we uh, close out with prayer um, through her most perfect prayer as we say together. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you to Colleen Sullivan, um, who is an advocate for life, talking about chemical abortion. Thank you to Lisa Wheeler with Carmel Communications. And thank you to each of you who have been listening now. Please, please, please pick up the phone and call 678-688-4549. We're going to go to a break, and we will be back with Bob Fink talking about Eucharistic Miracles. <laughs> 